This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida. U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, this week... The president said that he wanted to address gender pay inequality. This general believes in inequality. I believe in inequality when it comes to alphas, specifically alpha Americans. As an alpha, I believe there should be inequality. We should smoke better cigars. As alphas, we should enjoy the finest libations. As an alpha, we should make more money than betas. As an alpha male, we should add hotter dames to our harem, whether it be a harem of one or a harem of 32. I believe in inequality because I believe that we as alphas are far superior than beta males and the common man. Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure, America's alpha male-in-chief and five-star front and center from Command Center Alpha here in the Cigar City, and we welcome you. If you care to join us, nationwide cigar, pleasure, and alpha male-friendly hotlines are open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. Email address cigardave at cigardave.com. Follow me at Twitter at cigardaveshow and Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. Follow us on social media. And also, if you go to our new and improved website, CigarDave.com, we have a whole plethora of other social networks that you can follow us as well. But first, lieutenants, first, actually, Brian, you need to get my button bar up because I have a very important item that I have to get to. There we go. Whoop, it's not playing. My button bar is not playing. All right, we've got a little issue here that we will address and see what is going on. My Okay, now we're good? Beautiful. Here we go. Live, local, late-breaking. This is a Cigar Dave News Bulletin. Because we have some very important news that actually occurred in one of the largest cigar-producing countries in the world on Thursday. A magnitude 6.1 earthquake hit Nicaragua. 527 in the afternoon local time. The earthquake was uh, centered on the northern shore of Lake Managua, six miles to the west of Valle San Francisco, which is uh, just about uh, 20 miles to the north of Managua, the capital of Nicaragua on the western uh, uh, coast of Nicaragua. Now, where the epicenter of the earthquake was, approximately 80 miles to the south of Esteli. Esteli is the primary cigar-producing and growing area uh, in Nicaragua. That is the epicenter 
in terms of cigars. And I was able to reach out yesterday because 6.1 is a pretty pretty big uh, earthquake. There was a, a uh, 5.1 aftershock about uh, an hour later, but less than that, about a half an hour later. And there was some damage in the uh, earthquake in the affected area. But I had the opportunity, first of all, to go on several sites and check if there was uh, any major rumbling and shaking and damage to Esteli, which, again, is about 80 miles north, 80 to 90 miles north as the crow flies from the area that was uh, the epicenter of the earthquake. Now, the Esteli area felt approximately a 2.8 magnitude earthquake. And you say, well, gee, 2.8, that's just uh, almost half of 6.1. Well, it uh, the scale doesn't work that way. It actually increases by increments of 10 times in terms of magnitude. So a 2 would be 10 times greater than a 1. Well, I had the opportunity to reach out and, uh, and uh, email Nick Perdomo, uh, Arthur Kemper of Perdomo Cigars, both down there for uh, their annual sales meeting with their uh, their salespeople and uh, the rest of the company. And they said that the ground shook pretty well, but everything was okay and everyone was okay. Same thing for Jonathan Drew of Drew Estate. They've got one of the larger factories down in Esteli. He said uh, same thing. A lot of rumbling, a lot of shaking, but thankfully there were no injuries. But he said you definitely felt it. So good to hear that there were no injuries. And you have to remember that Nicaragua now is the second largest producer of premium cigars in the world. And the figures for for 2013 imports just came out. And it is incredible the exponential growth that Nicaragua has seen. I'll give you an example. In 2010... There were 113 million premium cigars that were made and exported from the Dominican Republic. 86 million from Nicaragua. In 2013, last year, Dominican Republic, 133.6, which represented just a little bit down, actually, from 2012. They were down seven-tenths of a percent, still up from 2010. But if you take a look at Nicaragua from 2010 in terms of the number of cigars produced... 86 million in 2010 to 2013, where almost 119 million cigars were produced, a 38% increase in three years, a 15% increase year over year from 2012 to 2013, which is absolutely incredible. Honduras has stayed virtually flat from 57 million cigars produced in 2010 to 63 million last year, down 3% from 2012. And here is an interesting fact. The total number of cigars produced last year, 300 and exported, 317.6 million. That's an increase of 4% over 2012. And it is the 10th year uh, in, or I should say that it also represents a huge increase over what we've seen the last number of years. If you go back to 1993, premium cigar sales were stagnant at around 100 million cigars. Let's face it, before the big cigar boom, before the advent of the Cigar Dave show and publications and and the, the boom, the cigar renaissance that people experienced, and not just cigars, but when you think about it, fine steaks and steakhouses, martinis, high-end single malt scotch, There was a renaissance of products that have been available for many, many years, but fell out of favor. So 1993, 100 million cigars, a huge boom to 1997. Two years after I started the show, 
418 million cigars were imported. But what happened? That was the peak. Eventually, supply caught up to demand and essentially exceeded demand. There was a period of correction over a number of years. There was some contraction. We saw a lot of the Don Garbage, the Don Nobody cigars. Uh, those manufacturers went by the wayside. And the annual import numbers have been below 300 million since 1998. There were some spikes in 2004, 2005. But for all practical purposes, it stayed right around 300 or just under 300 million to about 290. Well, last year we saw 317 million cigars. And every cigar that's exported is going to be sold. It's not like it was during the boom where all these cigars were shipped, the supply chain was stuffed, and it took literally two, three years to get rid of the excess inventory and the garbage cigars. So what that tells me is that even though with more restrictions, more laws, more taxes, the fundamental reason that people smoke cigars is because they enjoy premium hand-rolled cigars. They enjoy the taste. They enjoy the flavor. They enjoy the camaraderie. And they will not allow the enemies of pleasure, whether it, the enemy of pleasure be the government, whether it be the FDA, whether it be a local city council, they will not allow the enemies of pleasure to take away their right to enjoy a fine premium cigar, a passion a pursuit, a hobby that is near and dear to many alphas and many dames as well. And if we take a look at Nicaragua, I believe that within the next three years, maybe sooner, Nicaragua will be the number one producing cigar manufacturer in the world. Why? Well, number one, the cost of labor. Even though labor has gone up considerably, labor is still less than in the Dominican Republic. Two, Honduras has been a political hotspot. In certain areas, it's getting better, but it is still a mess. We can thank our president for not supporting the democracy and the Constitution in Honduras. That's a topic and a subject and a discussion for another show. Third, and probably most importantly, Nicaragua was always known to grow outstanding tobacco. After the Sandinistas, the revolution 20 years ago, they basically came in and destroyed the fields, destroyed the farms. That has changed. In fact, Daniel Ortega, who was the leader of the Sandinistas, is now the president of Nicaragua, but he's discovered capitalism and how capitalism works. It's amazing when they discover that. And in fact, if you go to Esteli, you'll see that there are more cars being sold, car dealers. There are more restaurants. The cigar industry in Esteli has caused a boom. A lifestyle boom for people. It is a solid job. The wages that are paid are high by Nicaraguan standards and third world country standards. Are they American wages? No. But do they buy a lot down in Nicaragua? And the answer is yes. And the tobacco, you cannot underemphasize the importance of how great the tobaccos come out of the ground in Nicaragua. Nick Perdomo's been growing down there. The Padrones have been growing down there for many years. Uh, Jo uh, the uh, uh, Oliva family of Oliva Tobacco here in the Cigar City. They grow in Nicaragua and in Ecuador. You've got uh, Rocky Patel now that has purchased farms down in Nicaragua. The tobacco that comes out of that region is magnificent. And people now want more flavorful cigars. You can still blend a mild, mild, medium cigar out of Nicaragua. However, many of the cigars coming out of there are still on the medium, full 
medium full side. That's what people essentially want from that area, and they make exceptional cigars. So I think we will continue to see that grow. So good news on the front of the earthquake. No damage to any of the cigar region. There were, I think, I think there was one death total, but relatively minimal number of casualties. And Nicaragua is still growing. Cigar imports as a whole still growing. That means you, lieutenants, are still enjoying your cigars. And that's exactly what I will do at the bottom of the hour here as I get ready to enjoy a fine cigar. Today I'm going to be firing up a beautiful CAO flathead Lancero that my good buddy Rick Rodriguez, the blending manager and one of the men, the I don't call him a brand manager. He's uh, more like... Uh, He's really the artisan in charge of blending and creating all the unique cigars now coming out of CAO. And this flathead that they launched last summer at the Cigar Retailers Convention, a huge hit. A lot of flavor, big sizes, unique sizes, unique concept. I will enjoy that today with some Crown Royale Black because with this CAO flathead, I need a libation that will hold up to it. And the combination of the CAO flathead and the Crown Royale Black, Black will be absolutely magnificent. We have a ton to get to here, Lieutenants, today. We care, I ask you to join us, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. As I said at the top of this show, yeah, I believe in inequality. I believe that we as alphas are superior to betas. I believe that we as alphas should and deserve to enjoy the finest cigars, the finest top-shelf spirits, the finest steaks, the finest dames. Why? Because we're alphas, and we're damn proud to be alpha. Not sure what libation to pair with your cigar? Now at CigarDave.com, you can see what your five-star general pairs together each week for the show. If you love modern, full-bodied cigars, you must try the new Nicaraguan Puro from Romeo E. Julieta. It's called RYJ, and it has critics raving. What makes it so special? Nicaraguan magic. Nicaragua is a mystical land with a magical climate for cultivating tobacco. The tropical sun filtered by billowy clouds, the soft rain, the diverse soils, all combine to produce tobaccos unmatched for strength and flavor. Handmade by skilled artisans, RYJ features a rare Nicaraguan Corojo Jalapa wrapper, available only to the makers of RYJ, a unique double binder of Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli tobaccos, and a savory blend of select Nicaraguan fillers at body and complexity, spicy and intense. These leaves are unequaled for both deep, rich flavor and subtle nuances. Taste the magic today with RYJ, the bold new Nicaraguan Puro by Romeo E. Julieta. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar life. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Listen up, all you cigar lieutenants. We've got your next set of marching orders. While it seems like everyone is busy trying to wussify America, there are still some who value the premium cigar good life. Head over to CigarMaestro.com, where you can learn directly from some of the most knowledgeable cigar experts in the world. The Grupo de los Maestros, the makers of great brands including Monte Cristo, Romeo E. Giulietta, H. Upman, and 
many others. When you understand the hard work and skill that goes into crafting every hand-rolled cigar, you'll appreciate every new smoke even more. Finish the training and then pass the test to earn a true symbol of alpha male cigar knowledge, the Certificado de los Maestros. You already love premium cigars, but now you can take that appreciation to the next level. Visit CigarMaestro.com today. CigarMaestro.com is an exclusive premium cigar educational website for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar Cigar Day. All right, lieutenants, I have a huge announcement. Should I wait to make it? No. Hell no. Going to make it right now from Command Center Alpha here in the Cigar City. We are going to kick off the 2014, I should say, Cigar Dave's. 2014 Alpha Male Pleasure Tour in the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina. We are front, we are center, we are ready to enjoy a great time and kick off another fun year of live broadcasts and pleasure invasions. And our first broadcast and uh, pleasure invasion will be in the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. Mark it down Saturday, June 14th from the magnificent five-star Ballantine Hotel. This is the 15th year, 15th year in a row that we have been conducting a live pleasure and broadcast invasion, and we will be back once again at the magnificent Ballantine. I'm trying to remember, how many years have we been in the Ballantine now? Wait, I'm trying to think, one, two, three, four, five. I want to say this is our sixth year at the Ballantine, sixth or seventh, the time flies. We will be launching the brand-new Banker, by H. Upman Cigar, which actually I am looking at right now. I got an advanced sample, and this looks absolutely magnificent. The worldwide debut of the H. Upman The Banker will be made on Saturday, June 14th. Doors open 11. Broadcast begins at noon. We will be under the tent next to the Golf Pavilion at the Ballantine. It is always a great time. We will be, uh, everybody uh, attending will receive a complimentary The Banker. 
by H. Upman. There will be cigar deals. There will be great libations, great delicacies. Mick the Brit from the European Theater of Operations will be front and center, as well as Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, uh, Captain Cy, Lieutenant Gary. We have the entire crew that will be uh, front and center. I hope that my XO Tim will be there as well. Actually, not hope. I'm going to demand that he be there to attend to my every need. Let me tell you about the H. Upman Banker. Beautiful-looking cigar, green motif. I mean, when you think about, you know, bank, green, money. And Altadas came out with a beautiful design and a beautiful blend on this cigar. It pays tribute to the man behind the brand, Herman Upman, thus H. Upman. Herman Upman was a British banker that went to Cuba in, I want to say, 1844, if I'm not mistaken, about uh, 170 years ago, he went over to open a bank. Yeah, 1844. 1844. Herman Upman goes to Cuba to open a branch for his family bank. And while he's there, he accidentally creates an exceptional cigar and a brand that to this day, 170 years later, still exists. That's an incredible tribute when you think about it. So... The bank created 170 years ago. It burnt down in 1922, but the brand Ache Upman lives. And Altadas USA has launched some great H. Upmans. I've got to tell you, one of my favorite is the H. Upman Vintage Cameroon and the H. Upman Reserve Maduro. In fact, I believe both of those cigars were launched in Charlotte as well. So we're very excited about the Banker by H. Upman. Here's the blend. Exclusive uh, Cigar Dave Intel, a beautiful dark Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan and Dominican fillers with a Nicaraguan binder. It's going to be on the medium plus side. Medium plus, tad bit of spice, little bit fullness, and it comes in three different sizes. The annuity, 8 inches by 52. The arbitrage, 7 by 56. That will be my favorite size. That's a Super Toro. And the currency at 5.5 by 48, a Corona. And you know what? I like that Corona size. I like that traditional Corona size. Yes, we're seeing huge ring gauges now, 60, 65. There's even 70 ring gauges. Too big for me. I like that Corona. That's a nice walk-the-dog Sunday type uh, after reading the paper, have coffee, cigar. Each of the Banker by H. Upman comes wrapped in an oversized band meant to resemble the American dollar. Very regal green and gold band at, uh, at, the, uh, at the foot of the cigar. Suggested retail between $7 and $8.40 per cigar. That will be launched at the start of the 2014 Alpha Male Pleasure Tour. That will be Saturday, January, uh, June 14th, Charlotte, North Carolina. All the details at CigarDave.com, Facebook, Twitter. Additionally, there are special room rates that are being made available at the Ballantine. The number is listed. When you call, you just tell them the reservation code is CIGAR, and they've got discounts the week of. If you are thinking of coming to one show, you got to come to Charlotte. June 14th, I know one thing, I will be there. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is Rocky Patel Platinum. Not a member of the club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle. Always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, as I mentioned, I'm going to enjoy a cigar that was given to me yesterday by Rick Rodriguez, the, I don't know if we call him the brand ambassador, the brand blender. He's just the master of CAO, and he created the Flathead Line extension, beautiful line extension. This is a different type of cigar. This has a ton of flavor. It is a rich cigar, very bold. Starts with a magnificent, deep, dark Connecticut broadleaf wrapper. I mean, it is almost an Oscuro wrapper. Made down in Nicaragua, they use a bevy of Nicaraguan and Dominican long fillers with a Connecticut Habano seed binder. The inspiration for the flathead came from the vintage muscle cars. And in fact, when you look at the different names of these cigars, the V554 is called the camshaft, and it is five and a half by 54 in size. The V642 piston is a six and a half by 42 Lonsdale. The V60 carb is a six by 60 Magnum. The V770 Big Block is their Gordo, which is a super-sized cigar. Rick told me that 7x70 should take you three hours to smoke. I don't have the patience to smoke a cigar three hours. That is a huge cigar, too big for me. But this is technically a Lonsdale. Well, the 42, I shouldn't say that. It's not really a Lonsdale. It's smaller than that. You could call it a Lancero or a Panatella size, but it's very pleasant. That's what I have in my hand. The suggested retail on these, oh, probably in the uh, six and a half, seven dollar range. Very nice cigar, a lot of flavor. 
And Rick uh, gave me a number of these uh, Lanceros, which I just like. It's just a unique size, not for everybody, but it's a nice change from the normal large ring gauge size cigars that I normally enjoy. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, I am going to use the old-fashioned way to uh, take the cap of my cigar, and I demonstrated it to a couple of people yesterday, and that is the old thumbnail. That's my thumb. That's how the manufacturers down in the factories cut their cigars and expose the filler leaves, and a couple of people were trying to do it, and I said, you're doing it the wrong way. Let me show you. That's what I'm going to do today, and I will guide you on, if you don't have a cutter, you can use your very own thumbnail. Works like a champ. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Cigar Dave, prototype R&D, five jet flame lock and load, ready to go. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. So what I'm doing is taking my thumbnail, and I'm gently placing an indentation right at the top of the cap. You almost want to put a little perforation. You're going to go around numerous times. You do it very gently. And what you do is it's almost like you're perforating paper. And after you perforate it enough, the paper uh, just separates very easily. That's exactly what I'm doing here. I've just exposed the filler leaves. This is damn near close to a guillotine cut. And I, I have to thank Manuel Casada. When I was down in the Dominican, his factory ages ago, got to be 18 years ago, I asked for a cutter, and he said, General, let me show you how we do it here in the factory, how our masters do it. And ever since then, I love doing it, and it's a great way to enjoy your cigar. Let me toast the foot of this CAO flathead, and I'm going to get my libation ready. Toast the foot of this cigar. This has a lot of flavor, a lot of spice, but very smooth. I love the, the concept. The packaging is great. Rick did a magnificent job. Let me toast the foot of this. In fact, Rick may join us a little bit later. He's heading to Houston for an event, but he may uh, call in to join us. So let me now puff and rotate. Very nice. Mmm. Great draw. Great flavor. Mm. Wow. Great notes right off the right off the top. Pepper. I hate to use the word like a black cherry, but it does have a lot of that uh, those characteristics. Just a rich cigar, ton of flavor, and now I need the proper accoutrement. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, I guarantee those of you that are listening either by the pool, at home, in your lounge, wherever you may be listening, you've probably already conducted your own litation and libation maneuver. I know because I see it on Facebook and Twitter. So now it is my turn. And I'm going to pull out the Crown Royale Black. This was launched about two years ago. A little bit bolder than the regular Crown Royale. The regular Crown Royale is bottled at 80 proof. The Crown Royale Black is blended at 90 proof. So it's got uh, 5% more alcohol by volume. It's going to be a little bit richer, certainly darker, a little bit bolder. The Crown Royale Black, uh, uh, Black is by far an extra bold version of the regular Crown Royale. And let me put some rocks in here and I'll continue to tell you about this Crown. Got some nice rocks. Right from our fancy ice maker here in Command Center Alpha in the Cigar City. Opening up the bottle. Beautiful, uh, deep, rich. And I will tell you that the 
The Crown Royale Black also comes in the velvet encasing, the little velvet jacket, but it does not come in a purple velvet jacket. It comes appropriately in a black velvet jacket. I will gently swirl this around, dilute it just a little bit, and I will say cheers. I will take a sip. Mmm. Yeah. This is more bourbon-esque. You can definitely taste the effect of the extra charring in the barrels. It is handcrafted by master blender Andrew McKay at Crown Royale's Manitoba Canada Distillery. Definitely more full-flavored. It is matured to perfection in charred oak barrels. They blend it at a higher proof, so it imparts a more concentrated flavor. Definitely the deeper bourbon notes, rich texture. You didn't know, you could almost swear that it was bourbon because bourbon with at least 51% corn is a bit sweet. Same thing with a lot of the Canadian whiskeys, but because this has a little bit more of the aging and the charring in the barrel, definitely has more of a bourbon-esque type of flavor to it. Take another sip. Mm. Absolutely magnificent. While I do that, take a puff, take a sip. Let's go to the phones at 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Bryce, in the Sunshine State, you are front and center. Hey, long action, General. Back at you. So I um, I won a 100-pound humidor from Rocky Patel back during Super Bowl, right? Okay. So I've got, I've got all, my, all my cigars that I'm aging in that box, and I took your advice and I went and I got the... Cigar Oasis Ultra 2, the one that fits in that size box. But um, right now I've got I've got the Bovita packs in there. Um, and it's regulated. It's sitting right at I got the digital hydrometer in there sitting right at like 68 percent humidity, which is where, I, where I'd like to have it at. Right. My question is the with the Cigar Oasis, it's got this ribbon that's supposed to like go outside of the box and then plug into the wall. Right. And I'm just concerned about that ribbon messing with the steel on my humidor. I don't want to you know, mess the humidor up at all. No, it won't do it because if you look at that ribbon, it's very flat. It's almost yeah, a, it's perfect, flat, yeah. it's a perfectly flat. And they also make, by the way, they do also make versions that are battery-powered that you don't have to worry about the ribbon. But Yeah, and this one, this one is battery-powered, but the guy, I, I emailed the guy at Cigar Oasis. He said, well, you have to charge it up every couple of weeks. So should I just take it out of the box to charge it at that time so I don't mess with the Yeah, I recommend do, yeah, do that. That way you won't have a problem. You will not have a problem with that very flat ribbon, especially if you've got a very good seal. And the way to yeah. check that is just check the humidification. And here's the other thing is that, even if there is a slight leak, which there probably isn't, remember, that Cigar Oasis is programmed to, I assume you probably have it at around 70%, 68%. Yeah. It'll automatically go on, and it will provide humidification if the humidification drops below that level. But chances are you won't have that issue. What I suggest is is that you go ahead and uh, charge it. But remember, you want something that's going to be set it and forget it. And if you've got it right. powered... The battery's almost already going to be recharged, so if there's a power failure or something, it's still going to come on. The only thing you have to check for is to make sure you've got enough water in the tank there or change the uh, recharge the tank because if it runs out of water, no matter what you have it set on and if the power's all squared away, it needs a moisture to create that humidity. So that's right. what I would check. But it's a great system. It's been around for a long time. You made a good uh, good decision on that. I, I say uh, that that's one of the great, what I call, active humidification devices, meaning... Yeah, and it's got that fan in there, too. So like that's, it's got that's, the fan. That's fine. Yeah. It's not going to dry anything out if the cigars are closer to the top of the, uh, the humidor. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. What, what you want to do is, yeah, where did you put it? On the bottom of the humidor or did you stick it on the top? No, I got it on the lid. You got Actually, it on the lid. I don't have it in there at all yet, but that's why I was going to okay. put it was on the lid. That's fine. And what I recommend you do is between every level of your cigars, separate it with a cedar sheet. And then okay. at the very top, what you can do is you can also put a cedar sheet over the top row of cigars. That way, the humidity is not going directly onto the uh, onto the top row of cigars. I do recommend you don't overstuff the humidor. That's a common mistake. Do not yeah. do that. You know, when people say, I got a 100-count humidor, they think that you should absolutely get 100 cigars. Well, if you put the Flathead 770s in there, which is a 7-inch by 70, you're not going to get – try putting 100 in there and see no. what happens. You're going to get them so stuffed and so tight, you're not going to get any humidification. So 100 is yeah. a guide. I got about 50, maybe 55 in there right yeah. now. And I, so I'm going to try to keep it around there, no more than like 60, I think. That way i got plenty of room and space for it to go. Now, should I – should I my ones that are sitting on the bottom, should I rotate them every now and then to the top? Yeah, you should rotate. Always a good idea okay. to just – and see, if you've got them separated on those sheets, it makes it very easy to do it. The other thing is, I believe – I'm not sure if it's Cigar Oasis or some other manufacturers make trays that stack on top of each other, and there's little slits uh, yeah, okay. between the trays. That's a great way to do it because now what you do is you basically – Pull the tray out, and you just rotate it. It takes you about 30 seconds, and you're good to go. Now, here's what I'll do for you. Have you had the new Rocky Patel Edge Corojo B-52? Uh, no. Oh, let me tell you, that cigar that Rocky, he added a new size to the Edge line, and it's a Honduran-made cigar. It comes in both a Corojo and a Maduro, and I will tell you that the B-52 is a magnificent it is a sawed off 60 ring gauge it's about uh i think it's about maybe four and three quarter inches or five inches by uh, 60 it's a great little cigar and i will tell you that almost every retailer i've gone to has said that they are flying off the shelves in fact a number of them have said they're 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 out of them they're waiting for another shipment so it's a great cigar i'll send you a nice little sampler pack of those do you like corojo or maduro uh i prefer maduro all right you know what? We'll send you the Maduro B-52s. I love the Corojos, awesome. but not a problem. Ms. Cattell, get your information, and we will send those out to you. So stand by. Appreciate it, General. Have a good one. My pleasure. Lieutenants, we have a ton to get to. If you care to join us, Nationwide Cigar and Alpha Male Pleasure-Friendly Hotlines are open at 877-DAVE-007. That is 877-328-3007. We have a ton to get to today, including the fact that the White House very possibly would like to come after your meat. They want to come after a product that gives us so much pleasure. When we think of pleasurable items, we think of cigars, we think of spirits, and we think of meat. If you miss a part of the show, you can download the podcast to listen anytime. Go to iTunes and search Cigar Dave or log on to CigarDave.com. This is Rocky Patel, and every day our personal rights and privileges are being taken away by the federal government so we can enjoy what we love, our cigars. We introduce the freedom to celebrate all the time and energy spent in Washington, D.C., fighting for the rights of cigar smokers and against unfair tax and regulation. This cigar has a beautiful Oscuro wrapper that, when combined with the variety of Nicaraguan tobaccos, produces a rich, spicy flavor. The smoke of this complex cigar 
introduces spice with hints of sweet espresso and cocoa with a slight touch of oak and nut on the back of your palate. So celebrate life and protect your right by enjoying and reaching out for a Rocky Patel Freedom Cigar. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The 2014 Alpha Male Pleasure Tour begins in Charlotte, Saturday, June 14th at the Valentine. Presented by Altadis USA, maker of fine cigars, the Tinderbox Charlotte, and News Talk 1110, WBT, and 99.3 FM. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Cigar Dave Show, your passport to unabashed pleasure. All right, I will tell you in just a few minutes. I may save this to the top of the next. You won't believe this. I kid you not, you will not believe what the White House is trying to do. What they are, how they're trying to go after our meat. You will not believe it. It is almost absurd. I almost I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it with a straight face, but we will see. Let's say hello to uh, Dave in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. You are front and center. Back at you. Well, hey, I've got a question for you, sir. I'm a a new cigar smoker uh, within about a year, and I have not quite invested in a a humidor yet. And uh, right now I'm using a small Tupperware with a humidification device in it. Right. Uh, I don't remember what it's called. I think it's one of the Zikar, uh brands. Zycar, right. Dell. Okay. And I was uh, curious if there's an alternative that might uh, might work even better than that until I actually upgrade into a uh, humidor. Well, the Tupperware, many people have started to use Tupperware. It works just fine. What I would do is to enhance the humidification, we talked about some cedar sheets that separate... Uh, cigars in a cigar box, what I would do is go to your cigar retailer and get some of those cedar sheets. Put them in the bottom of the humidor or the bottom of your Tupperware, separate each level. That way you get a little bit of 
of cedar and it, it absorbs any excess moisture. And I we talked about the the active humidification device, which is a cigar oasis. I would certainly recommend that. And I would also tell you that uh, the inactive or passive humidification device, there's one made by Diamond Crown, which is very, very good, where basically it's got little louvers and uh, you fill it with, with uh, some distilled water and uh, you can adjust the louvers to maintain your humidity. They're both very good. They're both different types of systems. There's no one right or one wrong. I would try those, especially, uh, and if you find that obviously you've been smoking a lot of cigars, you're going to want to upgrade to a humidor. And when you think about this, think about how much you spend on your cigars. Let's say you spend uh, six, seven, eight dollars on a cigar, and let's say you have uh, twenty of those cigars. You got a couple hundred dollars invested. Mm-hmm. Isn't it worth to purchase a humidor, especially now that you've been in the hobby for a year? Isn't it worth to go out and make the investment of a quality humidor that you'll have for probably your lifetime? That's a good point. Exactly. This is well, why um, I'm a five star, Dave. I am loaded <laughs> with great points. Absolutely, and I appreciate all the knowledge that I've gotten off of your show recently. It's been a, a bank of information that, that I can't find anywhere else. Uh, and the, the last question I have to ask you, I didn't tell Ms. Kate this one, but I've got a uh, – uh, my palate leans towards darker flavors more. Okay. Um, I like the, the Johnny Walker Black Label, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Crown Royal Black, uh, and you know some of the other dark uh, bourbons and whiskeys. And I was kind of wondering what, what you might suggest to pair with that. In terms of cigars? Yes, sir. I got tons of recommendations. Tons of recommendations. All right. First of all, I would say the CAO Flathead I'm smoking right now is perfect. You cannot go wrong. Um, I'll tell you what. Rocky Patel, I would say the Bold bold by Nish Patel would be great. I would tell you that the Rocky Patel, oh, the Nimi D would be perfect. Nimi D by Patel family, you can't go wrong. I'll tell you what, that Maduro beef, Rocky Patel B-52 that I just talked about would be a perfect uh, perfect companion. And this is the Rocky Patel Platinum, which, by the way, is the April Officers Club selection, which I'll talk about in just a few moments. But I would recommend those cigars. I would tell you that the SLR Serie G Maduro from Honduras, made by Altadas, is a fantastic cigar. I talked about the H. Upman uh, Reserve Maduro. You can't go wrong with that. Their Juan Lopez, which they reblended and launched this past summer, is a great stick. You can't go wrong with that one. Um, the Kismet, I think, would be a pretty good cigar for you. It's going to be medium, medium plus, but a lot of flavor, but it pairs up nicely. That would be a great cigar. The, certainly any of the Padron uh, 1926 series, you can't go wrong with. I would recommend those. Uh, the Muat, the Mayuzi weighs a ton by Drew Estate. It was our March Officers Club selection. That's a that was full, actually going to be my next selection. That's a great full flavored. So well, I would say full, it's it's medium plus to full, but very balanced. You can't go wrong with that cigar. I mean, that Muat is uh, Mayuzi weighs a ton. Is a beautiful stick. They use a beautiful San Andrean Maduro wrapper on there with some great Nicaraguan and Brazilian fillers, which gives it a very very unique taste. A lot of flavor. Uh, just a, a a just a flavor explosion on your palate, if you will. Recommend that Perdomo, uh, their Perdomo Grand Cru in either the Corojo, the Maduro would be great. Any of those sticks, I don't think you can go wrong with. I mean, they're all fabulous uh, fabulous sticks. And I'd also tell you the Diamond Crown Maximus would be good. Also, you can't go wrong with any of those. You got. I just gave you a list of about. 15 different cigars. Your task now is to go into your retailer, pick up a couple of each, smoke them, and you be the ultimate arbiter of what you enjoy. Excellent. Well, thank you.
thank you for your advice, sir. My pleasure. Here's what I'll do for you. How about I send you out, uh, let's see here. How about I send you out some of those SLR Siri G Maduros? That's beautiful. My pleasure. Stand by, Dave. We'll get those out to you. I think we can sneak in Kevin in the Cigar City very quickly. Kevin, you're up. Uh, long answers, General. Back at you. Uh, I just wanted to thank you for uh, the, the fight of pleasure and, uh, and keep fighting for us. I, I really appreciate it. Well, uh, that's that's what we're here for because we as alphas do not want uh, the enemies of pleasure or the government interfering in our right to live our lives as we are as as really expressed under the U.S. Constitution. We're entitled to life, liberty, uh, pursuit of happiness, or maybe that was the Declaration. I'm getting my my documents uh, incorrect. I don't want to be like a taxocrat and get my my American history wrong. But go ahead. You got 30 seconds, Kevin. Okay, uh, General, just uh, just getting started. I've been listening to you for a couple of years now, but uh, still kind of experimenting and stuff. And I was trying to write down uh, all the cigars you just mentioned. But uh, what do you suggest to, uh, you know, get, get, get started in, uh, as a beginner? No problem. You need something that's going to be on the mild side. The Romeo e Giulietta Reserva Real would be a good choice. I would tell you the Rocky Patel Vintage 99. A uh, Casa Tarano would be great, or Perdomo Reserve. Any of those cigars or a Casino Gold HRS, you can't go wrong with. They're mild, they're very smooth, and I'll send you some of the Casino Gold HRS, which stands for High Roller Selection. And Dave, or Kevin, you sound like a high roller, so those Casino Gold HRSs are coming your way. And our number two of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next as well. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Hello, friends. For the next few minutes, I'll talk like Jim Nance. And since this is Master's Weekend, I will be wearing my green crushed velvet smoking jacket. I will be eating pimento cheese sandwiches and in general acting like a very stodgy Augusta National member all while taking in the hallowed serene setting of Humidor 1A enjoying the picturesque cigars the splendor of the light shining off my spirits bottles, the wonderful glow of the sun on the bodacious cleavage areas and decolletage of the 32 members of my harem. Not only is it the Master's Weekend, but it is always Cigar Master and Alpha Master's Weekend, 52 weekends of the year. The only difference, the other 51 weekends of the year, I don't talk 
like I'm televising and broadcasting golf or the Masters or sucking up to the president of Augusta National from Butler Cabin, the way Jim Nance gets on his knees and fillets the president of Augusta National. There is no filleting here at the Cigar Dave Show. Well, with one exception. Correction, 32 exceptions when it is the harem. Lieutenants, I have my grush, my, my green master's color crushed smoke, crushed velvet smoking jacket. Even Miss Kate came in and she wanted to just like caress me all over because it is pretty nice. And I, I kept it extra cool in here so that the jacket would provide some warmth. But uh, it is master's weekend. I don't get all crazy about... You know, Augusta National and the Masters, and I have people saying, oh, it would be my lifelong fantasy to play at Augusta National just once before I die. And I looked at him and said, I can think of a hell of a lot better fantasies than to play around a golf at an overrated golf course, especially with the stodgy members of Augusta National. Even if they said, General, we'd like you to be a member, have no interest. If you look at the list of members... They don't look like a bunch of fun guys. There's no doubt about it. But it is uh, rather interesting. The, the one thing I enjoy most is seeing Jim Nance get on his knees and providing uh, oral satisfaction, if you will, to the president of Augusta National. Now, I will say this. Billy Payne is not uh, the cracker that, uh, that the previous the previous president was, what was his, oh, Hootie Johnson, who talked like this. Well, he at Augusta National, we're very proud of you. Now, of course, Tiger, <laughs> we, of course, prefer that someone not of your ethnic background would win, but we're not going to say that publicly. They just don't look like a bunch of fun guys. So, Lieutenant Sy, I can tell you that the guys I play golf with, it doesn't matter what course we're on because we light a cigar, we have a libation, we tell very, very politically incorrect, dirty jokes for the entire round and laugh our asses off and have a good time. And somehow, I think going to the hallowed grounds of Augusta National would prevent us from really enjoying golf the way that we want to enjoy it. All right, lieutenants, welcome back. Hour number two here of the Cigar Dave Show. If you care to uh, jump on the nationwide alpha and pleasure-friendly hotlines, 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. Big announcement in the first hour. We announced that the 2014 Cigar Dave Summer Alpha Male Pleasure Tour will begin in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's we, where we traditionally launch our big Charlotte invasion or our big uh, summer tour. The uh, This year we'll be launching the brand new Banker by H. Upman from Altadas, USA. And we are thrilled to be back for our 15th, cons- uh, correction, I stand corrected, our 16th live broadcast and pleasure invasion of Charlotte. We'll be at the Ballantine Hotel on the Golf Pavilion overlooking the driving range. Doors open 11. The broadcast begins noon to 2 p.m. We've got a few other tricks up our sleeves this year. May not be just a radio broadcast. I'll leave it at that. We may have another announcement coming up here very soon. We'll have delicacies, libations, great cigar deals. You'll be, uh, everybody attending will receive the Banker by H. Upman. Beautiful looking cigar. Cannot wait to get my my chompers on one of those beautiful bankers by H. Upman. It will be a magnificent time. Again, Saturday, June 14th, just about two months from today, and uh, presented once again by the Tinderbox of the Carolinas, Altatus USA, and our great affiliate, 1110 WBT. So we look forward to coming up to Charlotte. All the details at CigarDave.com. 
on Twitter, Facebook, and we do have special room rates that the Ballantine is offering. If you go to CigarDave.com, there is a phone number where to call as well as the rate code. It's pretty simple, Cigar. When you call up the Ballantine, tell them you want the Cigar Rate, and they have special rates. It's a beautiful hotel. Speaking of golf, they've got a magnificent golf course. Bring your sticks, not just your pleasure sticks. Bring your golf sticks. You'll have yourself a magnificent weekend. All right, lieutenants, say ton to get to. Last week, we were at the Sun and Fun Air Show. And after we did a, had a wonderful time there uh, uh, doing the show at the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Pavilion, just a wonderful experience. The weather was great. The, uh, our guests were great. Just had a lot of fun being around the airplanes. The sound of the, of the, uh, the Thunderbirds was magnificent. And the smell. There's nothing like the sm- Two things. There's nothing like the smell of a fine cigar in the morning. And there's nothing like the aroma of jet fuel on the flight line. Two of my most favorite aromas. You cannot go wrong with either one. And so we had a great time. And afterwards, uh, Sergeant Steve and I had an opportunity once again to check out a whole bunch of other, the whole grounds. It's really a magnificent air show. Second largest air show in the country. So as we're at, uh, they have about five different buildings where there's different vendors set up from avionics to travel. In fact, the Dominican Republic Bureau of Tourism was set up to uh, uh, show different areas where you can fly in. And, of course, uh, in previous years, they've had a cigar roller there and uh, just a whole bunch of different uh, exhibits. And I stopped to to pick up a, uh, uh, a detachment for some avionics, a, a little accessory. And as I was doing that, I looked over to the right, and I see this woman, nice-looking dame, and I look down, and she's got this little chick dog. It's a cat. I mean, when I see these little dogs, these little chicklets, these chick dogs, they're not dogs, they're cats. A dog should be a large canine that has big nads. German Shepherd, a Golden Retriever, a Rottweiler, uh, a Black Lab, a Yellow Lab. Those to me are alpha male dogs. They're alpha canines. I have a German Shepherd. Nobody will ever accuse me of having a chick dog. A little chick cat. Not going to happen. You know, like those little dogs you see that have the little ribbons and you see women bring them on and they put them in their little Louis Vuitton bag and they bring them on the airplane? I don't have one of those. And if I ever see a man, and I've seen this, I have seen men walking this. I stopped one guy. One guy, I had my German Shepherd. I'm walking along and his little chick dog that he's walking uh, is yapping at my German Shepherd Sultan. I mean, yapping. My German Shepherd just kind of looks at him and like, are you kidding me? You can't be serious. You're going to bark at me? All I have to do is take my paw, one stomp, and it's curtains, man. And uh, this dog just kept you know, yapping, yapping, yapping. And, you know, and I finally looked and I said, uh, oh, is that your uh, wife's dog? He said, no, it's mine. I looked at him and said, you can't be serious. He goes, oh, they're great little dogs. I said, that's not a dog. That's a cat. And that's a chick type cat. And I said, what I'm walking right now? This is what you need. Well, I don't think he's, let's put it this way, I don't think he exactly had the alpha blood running through him. A little bit on the effeminate side, definitely not uh, raging testosterone such as yours truly. But my point being is that these little dogs, these are, are cats. They are, not, they are not worthy of the species canine or being called dogs. Well, I look over and I see this little 
chick. This looks like a little Yorkie or something. I don't even know what it is. Whatever it is, it's something that would never be seen in my Pleasure Palace or here at Command Center Alpha or in Humidor 1A. And it's had a little ribbon in its hair. And I look down and it's wearing a little red vest that says service dog. All right, it's a service dog like I'm a beta male. There is no way in hell that was a service dog. And it actually, I find it rather offensive when people take a, use a, a designation for a dog that is meant for people that either have disabilities or have PTSD or uh, seeing eye dogs. And they think by putting a vest with, the, with a little emblem that says service dog that they should therefore be entitled to take their dog everywhere. They abuse the privilege. The Americans with Disability Act clearly states that a service companion, a service dog, must be allowed in any restaurant, any place of business, on travel. Now, the last couple of years at the Cigar Retailers Convention, we saw one of our uh, great uh, uh, veterans who uh, uh, lost his sight, uh, lost a limb, I believe, in Iraq or Afghanistan. And he had a German shepherd, and beautiful German shepherd. We've had him on the show. That is a legitimate uh, a service dog, a service companion, a service canine. But when we see people like this woman, and we are going to tweet out on Facebook and put this on the website. We're going to uh, post a picture of the dog and a picture of her from behind because we didn't want to show her face. It disgusts me. It repulses me that this woman, who has full sight, can walk on her own, has no impairments or disabilities, would abuse a section of a law intended for those people that genuinely need that service companion with them to function. It enrages me that she would use this designation so she can bring this, this glorified cat with a stupid little ribbon in its hair, this stupid little Yorkie, around at public places so nobody could say to her, you can't have dogs here. That's a direct violation of the ADA law. It is an absolute abuse, and it disgusts me, and it repulses me. It's unacceptable. There is no way in hell this woman had any disability, and yet she's taking this stupid little... This, this this Yorkie or whatever it is, all around the grounds of the Sun and Fun because she probably created this stupid little vest and, and sewed a patch on that said service dog. And you'll see a picture of this woman. This woman, in no the only thing that I can say about this woman, because she's got such a huge designer uh, uh, bag on her right shoulder, maybe, maybe... She's got a disability that uh, she's got a little welt in her right shoulder because her bag is so gigantic, gigantic that she just has a problem with her shoulder, which requires her to have a service dog. I mean, come on. There is no way in hell this woman should be walking around with a service dog. And it really, to me, uh, it, it what it is, it's a it's a insult to those people that genuinely, truly need a, a service dog to function. Uh, Bobby Newman of J.C. Newman Cigar is very active in the Southeast Guide Dogs, the Pause for Patriots. And I have seen the work that they do. And I have seen how they have placed dogs with, with people who genuinely need these dogs to function. 
These people could not function without these, these canine companions. They're far more than canine companions. These dogs are their lifeblood. They're an, they're an extension of themselves. And when I see a woman like this who's fully healthy, who can walk around and, and designate her dog a service dog because she wants to walk around with her dog wherever she damn well feels, and we see this on airplanes now. I was coming back from Las Vegas from the cigar retailers convention, and again, woman around the same age as this woman, probably in her mid-20s, maybe late-20s, Fully functional, no disabilities whatsoever. Had a, uh, I don't know if, I can't remember if it was a beagle or it was a, um, it was, uh, I'm trying to remember what the breed was. Um, it was uh, a Cocker Spaniel. It was a Cocker Spaniel. There is no way that was a service dog. No way in hell that was a service dog. And yet, she's sitting in the front row with it. The dog's sitting there. It is an absolute violation to me, and there should be rules and regulations, and you should be required to carry a certification that that dog is indeed a service dog. And I wish somebody, I I almost felt like walking up and saying, really? You need a service dog? Let me see the papers. What's your disability? That's how incensed I was. And as soon as I saw it, I told Sergeant Steve, i got to take a picture of this. This is important enough and worthy enough to discuss. And uh, you'll see it. We've just posted it on Twitter and Facebook. We'll put it on the website. Just outrageous to me. It is an absolute egregious violation. And what it is is an insult to those people that genuinely, truly need it. End of discussion. Cigar Dave Charlotte Live Pleasure Invasion is set for Saturday, June 14th at the Ballantine. The General will conduct the official launch of the new banker by H. Upman. Get more info. Go to CigarDave.com. Walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access 
within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth. It will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. My CAO Flathead, this is a uh, just a beautiful blend. Very complex, a lot of flavor, rich, definitely full. Love how this uh, square-pressed uh, Lancero or Panatella feels in my hand. Very nice. Take another sip of my Crown Royale Black. Mmm. Ah, excellent. Love how it goes down the palate and down the throat. Magnificent. Those of you that are members of our Officers Club... You know that we always provide you the most fantastic cigars that are possibly available. In fact, we have started the year. Let me give you the lineup we've had so far this year because uh, we've, I think, outdone ourselves. In January, we started with the La Gloria Cubana Siriar Esteli, a beautiful cigar with a wonderful Jalapa Soul wrapper, definitely on the richer, fuller side. February, we had the E-Stunner by E.P. Carillo. Nice medium-plus cigar, Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Definitely more of a hipper, more contemporary uh, look and feel to it. In March, the Muat, my Uzi weighs a ton by Drew Estate. A, just, a, uh, just a fabulous cigar, tons of flavor. That San Andrean Marone gives you just a lot of spice, a little bit of sweetness, just a lot of balance on the palate. It is, uh, without any question, for those that want a a nice, rich, bright uh, cigar with some sweet undertones. And the response we got on the Muat, as well as the other cigars that we've uh, have done so far in our Officers Club, the La Gloria Cubana Serie R.S. Dali, the East Stunner by E.P. Carrillo, the Mayuzi Weighs a Ton. And in April, those of you that are lucky members of my Officers Club, you will receive the superb 
Super Premium Rocky Patel Platinum. We've got three Rocky Patel Robustos coming your way, of course, in our very cool Cigar Day Officers Club pouch. It uh, is very reminiscent of the limited edition Rocky Patel 50th, which he launched uh, uh, last year. But this is a rich and decadent powerhouse. He uses a very nice tantalizing dark Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper that is just loaded with oils. A lot of flavor. As soon as you just like the uh, platinum, you're just overwhelmed. Very full-bodied. Medium to full-bodied, I should say. Nice notes of vanilla, some spice, sweet spice, some black pepper. Very limited because of this beautiful Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro. And if you're a member of the Officers Club, they're being shipped out Monday and Tuesday. You'll have them by the end of next week. The Officers Club April Selection, the Rocky Patel Platinum. The April Selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is Rocky Patel Platinum. It's easy to join. Go to CigarDave.com for details. I did it at work, right there at my desk when my boss wasn't looking. I did it in bed. My wife was asleep next to me. I did it on the living room couch. It just started when my in-laws walked in and saw me. You can always discuss premium cigars on the premier online cigar club, MontecristoSocialClub.com. Join MontecristoSocialClub.com to connect with a network of social club members across the country who love premium cigars as much as you do. Receive a free new member welcome gift and membership card when you sign up at MontecristoSocialClub.com. I was doing it at a football game. They showed me on the Jumbotron. The Monte Cristo Social Club is an online membership club for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Like a mighty oak, standing in the face of gale-force winds of political correctness, it's the General Cigar Dave. Well, we just received a uh, great tweet from Lieutenant Chip that we have just retweeted. You're going to want to check this out. His uh, son is uh, in the Marine Corps. He and his son both smoking a cigar. Looks like uh, wherever they are. Must have been a cold, uh, cold winter because I'm looking at one of the trees. No leaves just yet, but it's just a matter of time. But uh, he and his son enjoying a uh, cigar. His son in the Marine Corps going on his second deployment. And as I just look at uh, Lieutenant Chip's uh, profile here, looks as though his son was uh, a recipient of a uh, Purple Heart in Afghanistan. So we wish him a safe tour. We wish him 
Semperfy, safe, long-ash greetings. And we hope uh, that he comes back uh, very soon. And uh, hopefully he'll have plenty of cigars to enjoy over in the Afghanistan Theater of Operations. And, uh, Lieutenants, I can tell you that I think I speak on behalf of all of you in saying that uh, Lieutenant Chip's son, one of our, uh, our nation's finest, and it just uh, kind of pains me when we see a commander-in-chief that doesn't quite get that, who this week goes to Fort Hood, and then uh, after a uh, very somber memorial service, after the, uh, the what I call, uh, it really was a, I wouldn't, officially was it a terrorist attack? No, but it, same result in my opinion. Uh, but right afterwards, goes to a fundraiser, like no taste, no class. And, and when I hear people defending him saying, well, other people went to ball games and other people did this and they lived their lives, right. They're not the commander in chief. That makes a statement. Postpone the fundraiser. Do it another week. God forbid you miss one fundraiser. You've got the best corporate jet there is. You can't go for you have no problem going to Hawaii for two days, but you have a problem going down to Texas for another fundraiser. To me, it's just it's it's outrageous and it is again no class. It's distasteful. If I'm the commander in chief, something like that happens. You didn't see Ronald Reagan after uh, uh, the shuttle blew up and he went to that very somber uh, memorial service. You didn't see him going to a fundraiser that day. I don't. I think. Uh, I don't think he had anything uh, in terms of political related items going on that week. I just don't understand it. No, I do understand it. I do understand it because he does not put country above party like all the taxocrats. And that, to me, is uh, disgust me. As a patriotic American, it it really, truly, honestly disgusts me. All right, let's uh, move on to another item here. By the way, if you care to join us, 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. Let me uh, go into another very important subject here. That is the sound of a cow mooing. We just talked about Obama. Well, the White House has a plan to reduce U.S. greenhouse gas emissions, and they are targeting now the dairy industry. And specifically, they are targeting the dairy industry to reduce methane emissions in their operations. Now, are they targeting the use of certain fuels? Are they targeting natural gas? Are they targeting their energy use? No. What are they targeting? They're targeting, and I'm going to try to say this with a straight face, cow flatulence. I kid you not. Now, since 1990, methane emissions across the entire country have been falling like a lead brick. However, the White House would like to go after dairy farmers, even though even though, as a whole, methane emissions have decreased dramatically over the last uh, number of years, since 1990. They want to target a 25% cut in methane emissions by dairy farms by the year 2020. Now, let me remind you that U.S. agriculture only accounts for 9% of the country's greenhouse gas emissions. However... It makes up a sizable portion of methane emissions, which is a very, very potent greenhouse gas. And I'm 
Oh, what was that? <laughs> what did you just put in there? Did you just change that one? Oh, beautiful. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure it is a very potent greenhouse gas if you're standing directly behind a cow when he conducts flatulence maneuvers. In addition to cow flatulence, they're actually going after the cows that exhale and belch because, I didn't realize this, when cows exhale and belch, they also release methane. They emit a massive amount of methane through belching with a lesser amount through flatulence. This is according to How Stuff Works. Statistics vary regarding how much methane the average dairy cow expels. Anywhere between 100 to 200 liters all the way up to 500 liters. And of all the domestic animal types, beef and dairy cattle, uh, dairy cattle are the largest emitters of methane. Okay, they're also usually the largest animals. They're a hell of a lot bigger than chickens and pigs. So that makes sense. And during digestion, again, this is all a natural process. This is not man-made. Man didn't come up and say, I'm going to create this animal that can be raised to produce milk, and then we can whack it and eat it. Oh, and by the way, we're going to make sure that it just adds a ton of methane to greenhouse emissions. Cows have been around for millions of years. It's part of the, you know, the, the, the just goes way back. During digestion, the way it works is microbes are in an animal's digestive system. They ferment food uh, that, that's consumed, and the microbial fermentation process, which is known as enteric fermentation, produces methane as a byproduct, which can be either uh, exhaled or let out, emitted through the posterior by a cow. Now, here's the thing. Does the White House not have more pressing issues to deal with right now? How about Ukraine? How about sharing some intelligence with them so that Russia doesn't invade them? How about putting people back to work? How about fixing that stupid uh, medical care system that you've basically heaped upon the American people that has wreaking havoc with people's lives and the economy? How about working on those items? No, instead, the White House wants to go after cow emissions. <laughs> So, what are they going to do? Well, they want to put different restrictions. They want farmers now to come up with an action plan, a climate action plan. And as part of that, they would have to use the emissions as a biogas. How much is that going to cost the average dairy farm? Well, if it's got uh, 75 to 125 cows, 13000 to $22,000 a year. Medium-sized cattle farm with two to 300 cows, 17000 to 27000 The Obama administration is great at spending your money. They do a magnificent job at that. They are experts at that. But does anybody really sit around in, in the nation saying, boy, we really have to tackle that cow flatulence problem because that methane emission, that's really contributing to greenhouse gases. I'll tell you what I think this is an end play for also. I think this is also an end play by members of the vegan movement who would like for Americans to eat less meat, who would like Americans to go to a plant-based diet, who would prefer that Americans step away 
from eating at fine steakhouses and grilling fine dead animal products on the grill. They would love nothing better than for you to grill tofurkey dogs instead of fine quality beef hot dogs. Or instead of throwing a steak on the grill, how about uh, some uh, tofu? How about filet of tofu on the grill? The whole thing is almost laughable. I mean, how does the White House even come up with this nonsense with a straight face? That's what is absolutely incredible to me. And here's where I think it's going. I think it's a matter of time. We're already seeing it. We're already seeing it with Michelle Obama and her initiative on what what uh, school children can eat. In fact, all these suggested meals that they've handed down from Washington, one problem. The students can't stand them. They don't want to eat them. They're not buying them. So now school districts are saying, look, people aren't eating them. Kids aren't eating them. We've got to change back. It's just a matter of time before government bureaucrats tell you what you can eat, and they'll do it under the guise of reducing the carbon footprint. You know, first it was, well, the children. we got to do everything for the children. We need more cigar taxes for the children. We need this for the children, that for the It's all for the children. We need children to eat better. Now it's, we need you to reduce your carbon footprint. It's the same nonsense being spewed and has been spewed by Gore and all these other junk scientists that have no basis in real evidentiary fact. Now when we've had one of the coldest and snowiest winters on record, it's no more, they don't call it global warming, can't do that anymore because that defeats their, their, their slogan. It's not warming anymore, it's cold. So, oh, it's climate change. And as I've said, Climate change has been occurring on this planet since day one. In fact, climate changes not only every day, but every hour. In fact, I just looked at the hourly forecast for Tampa. Do you know that by tonight, the temperature is going to go down about 15 degrees? Climate change. There you go. But it's a matter of time before the government bureaucrats start hiding behind the carbon footprint that we, we have to tackle what you eat because it's causing global warming or climate change. Case in point, every five years, the Department of Agriculture, the USDA, and the Department of Health and Human Services, HHS. Adios, Kathleen Sebelius. Hope we never hear from you again. Every five years, they congregate, they have a committee, a guideline, a dietary guidelines advisory committee, DGAC, D-G-A-C, and they get together and they come up with recommendations for Americans on what constitutes a healthy diet. Now, remember, this is the same group that, like, 25 years ago said, eliminate butter and substitute margarine. One little problem. Margarine was absolutely loaded with the wrong type of fat, with hydrogenated fat. That's the stuff that clogs your arteries. Butter doesn't have hydrogenated fat. Margarine does. And what did the government come out and say? Get rid of butter. Use margarine. What have they found out? Margarine, hydrogenated fats, trans fats, not good. Of course, that's 25 years after they told everybody how they should eat. So every five years, they get together. And let's face it, the government already now tells you what kind of light bulbs you can buy, uh, what type of uh, toilets you can have, how many gallons your, your shower head per hour can, uh, can use. Of course, I blatantly 
break the law because the first thing I do when I get a shower head is I take my little needle nose pliers and I pull it right out. So if you want to have the you want to have the water usage police come after me, please knock on my door. Be happy to talk to you. But it is only a matter of time, and, and this is exactly what they're going to do. And now they're getting together. Dr. Barbara Millen, the chair of the uh, Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee, uh, stated at their initial meeting, and I'm quoting here, we want to be certain to make recommendations for a healthy, ecologically responsible diet. What does that mean, ecologically responsible? They're going to come out and tell everybody we should be vegans. And they're going to go use it under the guise of meat is bad because it contributes to climate change. It's not ecologically friendly. Their next target, they want to put out of business the dairy farmers, the cattle ranchers. That's who they're taking aim at. Again, they can't prohibit, they can't enact prohibition for meat, can't do it on cigars, can't do it for alcohol, but they'll make it so difficult and so onerous in regulation that when you want to go buy your steak, it'll cost you 40 bucks a pound. And I have a related story about that in just a moment. The chairwoman of the uh, one of the subcommittees, the Subcommittee on Food Sustainability and Safety, said it even clearer. Dr. Miriam Nelson, she didn't even try to hide or manipulate the American diet to promote her... Uh, her uh, her agenda of making it more ecologically friendly. This is what she said, and I quote, eating fewer animals, but choosing those wisely and reducing sugar, refined grains, things like that, would actually have a lower footprint than what we're currently doing. The environmentalists now are hijacking what will go on your table, what you will serve to yourself, to your kids, to your family, to your friends, to your relatives, to your guests at a cookout, a dinner, or a barbecue. Guaranteed. She's not even disguising it. She's saying eating fewer animals would actually have a lower footprint than what we are currently doing. Well, screw her and screw this panel. This is nothing more than contrived junk science. You want to have a steak? Don't, I don't want to hear about that it contributes to climate change, that it's not ecologically friendly, that we must reduce our carbon footprint. I've had enough of hearing these enemies of pleasure and these environmentalist wackadoodles tell us how we should live our lives and what we should eat and what we consume. Just be blatantly honest and say, we don't like the fact that you eat meat. We don't like the fact that you're not a vegan. We're, we don't like the fact that you don't, you don't eat tofu and soy and all that other garbage that, uh, that tastes like garbage that grows out of the ground. Be honest. Don't hide behind this, we need to reduce our footprint. Just come out and say it. You want everyone to be a vegan. Well, screw that. The final and concluding segment of this edition of The Cigar Dave Show is next. Don't get caught shorthanded without premium cigars. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club to get three cigars shipped directly to you each month to enjoy like a true alpha male.
True excellence endures even as taste and fashions change. In the world of luxury cigars, the bold new H. Upman Legacy embodies this legendary brand's true excellence in a stylish contemporary cigar. To smoke an H. Upman Legacy is to experience a modern legacy. A modern legacy that begins with select leaves from the excellent 2008 vintage. Leaves cultivated from seeds prized by growers for generations. A dark mountain-grown Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper highlights the robust blend. Flawless craftsmanship and H. Upman Hallmark is evident in Legacy. Created by the loving hands of dedicated artisans, Legacy is a vibrant, complex, fuller-bodied smoke favored by today's connoisseur. Experience a modern Legacy, H. Upman Legacy, true excellence in a cigar crafted for today. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. The 16th Annual Charlotte Live Pleasure Invasion on Saturday, June 14th at the Ballantyne is presented by Altanis USA, maker of fine cigars, the Tinderbox Charlotte, and News Talk 1110 WBT and 99.3 FM. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Cowpots are come from the near and far when you throw a few ribeyes on the far. Roberta Duran ain't two before a fight cause it gives a mighty man an awful lot of mighty might. Eat steak, eat steak, eat a big old steer. Eat steak, eat steak, do we have one deer? Eat beef, eat beef, it's a mighty good food. Like a wolf feasting on a sheep's carcass, the general viciously shreds the enemies of pleasure and licks his blood-soaked chops with the taste of victory. And the taste of some fine quality meat product. And as the founder, chairman, CEO, and member of PETA, that is People Eating Tasty Animals, it's only appropriate that we play the Reverend Horton Eats, Eat Meat.
I can tell you one thing, lieutenants, that uh, the enemies of pleasure can hide behind the climate change and the eco-footprint and all the other nonsense that they're trying to... Uh, trying to hide behind, but when their true motives are revealed, they just hate the fact that we enjoy a nice, thick, juicy New York strip or filet or Delmonico or porterhouse. They just despise that, just like they despise our alpha male lifestyle, which are we are proud masculine men, we are hardworking, we enjoy the fruits of our labor, and we enjoy our lives. We enjoy our cigars, our spirits, our dames, our steaks, our grills. They just hate that fact. And in fact, next week, I will do a special show entitled Attack on Masculine Men. We as alpha males, as masculine men, nads of steel, we're under attack. And I've got a mound, literally piles of evidence pointing towards such. It's been going on for 40 years. And next week, we are going to devote most of the show to that. So we will definitely welcome your input because I don't think there's any question that today's man, today's alpha male, is made to feel like an outcast. Of course, we could care less because the fact that we are alpha males and we have nads of steel, we just don't care. Speaking of meat, very quickly here, uh, beef prices have hit an all-time high in the U.S. The retail value of all fresh USDA choice grade beef Jumped to a record 5.28 a pound in February, up 8% from the same time a year ago, and it's up 33% in about five years. Couple of reasons: soaring beef prices being blamed on big droughts throughout the West and South uh, Southern United States. It's driven up the price of feed, such as corn and hay, to record highs, forcing many ranchers to sell off their cattle. Uh, and also, the population of cattle has fallen to an all-time low, 87.7 million, lowest since 1951. Very low. Well, I can tell you one thing. Cost of our meat may be going up, but that's not going to prevent us from enjoying a thick, juicy steak. The enemies of pleasure would love to see the total cattle population in the U.S. of 0.0. Not going to happen. Lieutenant Cigar Dave, the general, saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. May your libation also be warm and smooth on the way down. And may your steak be thick, juicy, and extra, extra meaty. Screw the enemies of pleasure. Screw the climate change conspiracy theorists.